three, two, one, here we go. Hello, that beautiful life people out there. And I'll say that because this is that beautiful life podcast and it's episode 36. And hello, I'm Roger talking all the way from Stockholm, Sweden. And it's a Friday morning. We're recording as always. And the sun is shining and I'm happy for that because the weather this week. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. But overall, uh, but overall, at all, uh, at this place uh, right now, I'm also, well, I'm not, never alone. And that is so nice because um, we need someone to hold our hand. It's a virtual thing, I know, but it's a companion and his name is Kudus Campbell. How are you doing, my friend? Ah, How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm searching the internet for an adult game. Um, while we're um, so mm. uh, you know, if I do seem distracted throughout the entire podcast, it is because I am in search of a very adult mature game that I yeah. stumble upon Steam. Um, it, said, it is said one of my <laughs> friends on Steam has has um, suggested it. I'm not going to suggest it in the podcast because it's not for kids. It's on Steam and it's for adults. And um, you know, Let's just in that. case, you know. But if I do get this particular game. Because um, it, it's, yeah. it's been added to my wish list now. Um, if I do end up getting this particular game, I'm going to review it. And um, I'm actually, chances are, if I do get this particular game, um, I'm going to give it <laughs> highest priority for review. Like, I'm going to put other things aside and focus on that. <laughs> Um, the, That's how important it is. You yep. see the, the level of yeah. Mm-hmm. It is from Beautiful. looking at the artwork, like the the, the visuals look um, mm, very nice. I think there's only one game that won't get pushed over it, but I think I can do both at the same time. Um, is um, <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles um, Definitive Edition, which I requested yesterday, and hopefully I get a copy today. You guys gotta. Oh yeah. Hopefully I get a copy, but um, yeah, if I get that, then I'm obviously gonna be playing the, sh- the shit out of that first. But I will play la, this la. other game um, as well as it at the same time. I'm really kind of keen to say what the name of the game is, but I'm also like, I'm being conscious of the fact that if I do put this name out there, people are going to say yeah, for maybe. it. And maybe you shouldn't. And they're going to be uh, like, you're not being no, responsible. Wait. I'm going to have to give this episode a mature yeah. rating, you know. Um, ah, no, wait, wait. Save it until mm-hmm. later. I think I'll put it on my Twitter. That's cool. I'll tweet it. Anyone who yeah. wants to know what yeah, I'm talking about, I'm going to yeah. tweet this shit. So, yeah. <laughs> sounds, sounds like a good plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But other than that, how are you? What, what's what's up? What have you been up to this week? Well, I've been alive. That's one. So Yeah, good. Okay, check. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gotta keep living. Um, so yeah, yeah gotta, got a pulse. Awesome. <laughs> a beautiful pulse. Um, I've been feeling really, really good this week as well because my, my cousin, she, um, she came to visit this week. Uh, she spent, um, the, the early part of the week with us. Um, she was here till from, I think from Sunday afternoon till, um, till Wednesday morning. Um, so this is my, ah. my little cousin. Uh, she's not little anymore. She's like, um, she's 18 now, you know, <laughs> yeah. which is, um, which is very, it's very interesting when you know someone when they were a kid, like you, you knew them as a baby. 
um, or yeah. at least really, really young. And then they're now like an adult-ish person. You have to say adult-ish because kids at 18 aren't really adults. So um, you know them as an adult-ish person. You know, they have, they're now, you know, working and doing other things that the rest of us do. And then you're just like, wow, you know, look at you. You're like all grown up and stuff now. It's just, it's just surreal when you... <laughs> When you do get to interact with um, with someone yeah. like that that you've known, you know, I've seen it with like my, some of my neighbors and stuff, but seeing it with a family member is, is just so much cooler, um, I guess. And so she stayed over and um, she did my hair. So my hair has been redone. Um, first, she put it up in like plaits on top of my head. So I actually had like cane rows, sort of like, like a big man bun thing going on on top there. And then after that, she did these curly twists on my hair. So I'll, now my hair looks sort of like, um, kind of like like little um, dreadlocks on the sides, just coming down in, in my in front of my face, and like I have bangs straight around my head is basically it. Um, and I can put it in, I can put it up in a one if I wanted to, like I could put it into a man bun and style it how I want and all that kind of stuff. So it's pretty cool. She wanted to put give give me dreadlocks, but I was like, yeah, I don't think I want to do that. Um, yeah, so um, okay, so yeah. I haven't done dreadlocks. No, but, but- you know, no, but you, it looks cool. You sent me a pic. I just want to tell the listeners that you sent me a pic. So I, I know how you look. It looks good. It looks good. Yeah, you know, the missus Approved. likes it. Yeah. She's like, she was smiling from cheek to cheek when I sent her. When I, um, Aww. I video chatted her, right? Like, the day, because the day before we video chatted and I That's had it up nice. in one. And she's like, what's, what's going on with your hair? And I was like, oh, don't worry about it. There's nothing wrong with my hair. It's the same way usually was. At that point in time, it was in the plaits up in a, a man bun. And she's like, you have a man bun, don't you? I was like, no. Um, she's like, yeah. Yeah, you do, don't you? I was like, oh, something like that. And so then the next day I call her and my hair's all down in the plaits and curls and everything. And she's like, oh, I was right. And then she was just smiling from cheek to cheek, all excited like. <laughs> and she's like, I knew when your cousin came over, she was going to comb your hair. Oh my God, I'm so happy. Um, and then I told her I was cutting the beard. And she's like, no, keep the beard. I was like, uh-uh. I was like, I don't like having a nope. beard face. So I am shaving the beard. I'm gonna be impressive again. Um, one, the one thing though is that I look, I still look pretty young, especially um, a lot. Everyone I speak to, these every time I speak to people, people still think I'm too young. You know, like my cousin, she looked at me and um, she was like, "How old are you again? Like, aren't you like 23 or something?" I was like, "Bloody hell!" I was like, "No, <laughs> I hit 30 last year." You know, like, and she's like. Are you serious? You know, I was like, how old are you? She's like 18. I was like, how can I be 23 and you be 18? Like, that doesn't make sense. You know, I knew you when you were a little kiddo and I was still, you know, like in my late teens, 20s, something around there. So, yeah, basically, um, yeah. Then she started calling me an old man. She was like, yeah, so. Um, but she's, Oops, she, she's an adorable little cousin. So, you know, we had a good time. You know, we, we ate, we hung out, we chatted. You know, I lectured her. You know, everyone says I lecture people, but I don't. But I did lecture. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but just just turn, just, just once, yes, yeah, exactly. Um, so you know, there was that. Everyone else, you know, in my family has been great. Um, so like my mom, my sisters, and I, we've been discussing business stuff with regards to the cafe and all that kind of stuff, which I can't disclose to the podcasters yet. I'll tell you about it later, Rog. But basically, um, you know, we've been discussing some stuff that we're doing with the cafe, and um, yeah. you know, so we're doing some stuff. You know, we have some post-COVID decisions to make regarding it. Um, and other than that, uh, we're basically 
um, everyone else, you know, everyone's just like at home, Ali's working from home, Letty's sort of just kicking back for the most part, mom's kicking back, um, Lex is, um, Lex is still working from home, Belle on the other hand, she's not actually, she, uh, the UK government is, has done a thing with her company where she's basically getting a good portion of her salary and she still doesn't have to do any work, so... She's pretty relaxed right now. She's actually focusing on, on um, taking care of my niece and, uh, you know, working on other stuff. Um, mm. My girlfriend's still working from home. Uh, you know, she had like a week off or something, a week or two off, and now she's back to work again like usual. Uh, she was actually up pretty late last night working, which which shocked me. It was like after 11 UK time, and she messaged me, and I'm like, why the hell are you awake? <laughs> and she's like, I'm working. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, okay, you do you. So, yeah. Also, the UK is planning to reopen their country on uh, in June, on June the 1st. And um, they still have the highest numbers in Europe. So, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Interesting. Yeah, as we were speaking before, different strategies, different thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, it depends on. Uh, yeah, it depends on so many reasons. I, I'm not even gonna comment that. I'm just gonna wait and see what happens. <laughs> Honestly, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I hope they know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I really hope so. It's. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got bit I lost my I can't even say th- something right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But it sounds good. It sounds good though. It sounds you, you sound energetic. It sounds like you've had a good week and you know, uh positive things are coming yeah. into play here. Positive forces and stuff. So I like that. That sounds really nice. Um I mean I've, mm-hmm. it's been a quite a good ride. I mean, you know, good times, yeah. good good things, good mm-hmm. things happening, all that kind of stuff. So it it's been good, I have to say. It's been good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, nice. in, I'm enjoying my time um, for the most part. I'm not feeling as... The other thing too is that I'm not feeling as, I guess, as burnt out as before. I don't know if, uh, if it was that trip I took and then getting back and a few other a few other things, but I am feeling quite energetic again, and which, which also is impacting mm. my work because I'm, I'm working on new reviews, I'm completing tasks. You know, I did have to resort to Pomodoro, um this weekend um this week sorry and it worked so um yeah i basically did quite a lot of stuff you know there's a lot of new articles up on the site um a lot of new reviews just i've just been prime cue just like knocking it out of the park awesome "Mm, nice and strong and amazing and "Mm." Games. Good, so. <laughs> good. Yeah. No, I think to be honest with you, I think it's a combination of, of at least two things. One is definitely, I'm pretty sure it, it helped that you went away. You know, having this trip, you know, and just mm-hmm. chilling and yeah, you know, getting back into your getting back to mojo and all that, those kind of things. But also, with that said, I think also uh, when you start to to work and you get certain projects done and you know you can get inspired and get a good feel Mm -hmm. uh, just by getting it done you know and and you get a kick from that and you go into the next thing and and, you know it kind of accelerates into that so Mm -hmm. I I think that I've I've experienced the same thing you know sometimes when that happens and you get into the zone and you just do things and just yeah it's happening I'm doing it and it feels good so (laughs) and it's so manly (laughs) yeah yeah, so I guess that's (laughs) 
mm-hmm. I guess uh, you can surf on that kind of wave, and it's it's great. Yeah. Especially even though it's 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 you know all the crazy stuff we were we're talking about happening due to the corona. It's still nice that you know you're getting things done, and I, I think that's important. That's what I I see. Some of my colleagues are so frustrated uh, since you mentioned like. What was it your sister or your your girlfriend that are, have this kind of layoff or or furlough or how Oh yeah, my girlfriend uh, had it. My brother had it as well, actually. So yeah, my brother yeah. and my and my girlfriend both had. Um, yeah. that Be- because you know it's it's the same here in Sweden. They've they've done the same things with some works and mine included. So mm-hmm. with that said, it's it's good when you can still you know get things done, even though you're home and you have things to do. I mean, apparently, I have. Several things that I do, like the YouTube and, and Twitch thing, and also music. So for, I, I never, I'm, ne- <laughs> I, I never feel bored if I put it like that. It, it's, it's. Uh, so yeah, that that sounds good. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, nice. Oh, it's very but, nice. <laughs> uh, I, 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 do you want to add something to your week, or, or should, uh, I, no, my, should I talk a bit? What? I'm good. I'm, I, my week is is, is yeah. complete. I've gone into full details and all that kind of stuff. Except for <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Adult yeah. True that. True week. that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. that too. I've kept well, it PG, okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's no adult stuff, guys. I've been home. No, no, know. no. Nothing has happened. No, we st- yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, pew for a second. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know. For me, for me, it's been an okay week, but I would say a bit slow week. Um, I have been working, talking about layoff and stuff like that. I've, I've gone back working two days this week, uh, meaning Wednesday and Thursday mm-hmm. out at the airport. And as I told you before we started to record, it's so slow. I mean, still, there are a few more flights. Uh, there is like a tendency of things like being added, uh, or how should I put it? Like, uh, go, not going back to normal. Absolutely not. But at least a few more passengers, a few more flights, mainly domestic, of course, but that's it. But other than that, it's really slow. And I had like a long day yesterday, like nine hours felt, felt like an eternity, you know? <laughs> I was like, oh my God. So that's that. And also, it adds up also due to the fact that like people in our band has been ill so we haven't been able to continue the recordings mm-hmm. uh, so you know it, things happen that's life yeah. that's just how it is it, things happens uh, <clears throat> but um, I've been keeping my other routines of course I've, I've still been doing like my own editing and putting out videos and and live streaming, we're getting into that soon when it comes to games, video games I've been playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but the weather has been really up and down. I just want to mention that. It <laughs> m- might sound a bit trivial, but it, it's it's been really like different, uh, uh, I don't know, zones of weather. It's been like zooming in and zooming back out. I don't know how to describe it because it's been like going from sun mm-hmm. to rain to uh, snow. Uh, and then uh, what else have we had? We've actually had, oh yeah, I, oh, hail <laughs> as well. Ooh. So it's like, okay, okay, is this the end of the world? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of knew it did snow in Sweden because one of my other Swedish friends, um, well, he's not Swedish. He's, he's Russian, but he lives in Sweden. Um, and he posted, yeah, oh, yeah, he posted yeah. on his Instagram recently of snowfall. And I, I meant to message yeah. you about it, but then I forgot. I was busy with something. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's true. I mean, <clears throat> in, in the north part of Sweden still, especially where, where my mother still lives, it's, it's still on the ground. Mm-hmm. Not much, but it's still there. 
uh, here it, it isn't, but mm-hmm. it, it, you know, it came like it's very wet snow, so to speak. It's not the dry ones during the winter when it stays on the ground, but mm-hmm. it, it's just so hilarious when you come driving, you know, and you have snow or sorry, like sun on one side of the sky, and then it's like there's snow falling from the <laughs> other side. It, it's really like, where are we? What's happening? Mm-hmm. So I would say it's still April weather in some some way some sense of kind of april weather here in sweden can't really decide so it's been quite cold it was actually when i went to work like okay that's early it's like 3 45 a.m uh i think what yes it was yesterday or the day before it was minus one degree you know so and we're talking like may soon middle of may Oh, that's weird. That's very weird. Mm-hmm. So, but What's the temperature like? When that, you say it's cold, like what? Are you, what is your definition of cold right now? Yeah, I, I, I think, especially considering once again that it's May and and like mid-May, uh, it's cold when it goes down under ten. You know, mm. it, it starts to come down to seven, eight degrees. It's like, um, nah, it should be warmer <laughs> than that. I mean, it, it, it could be. That's what I'm saying. That's the thing. Living here with this four season thing you know especially when it moves from one <coughs> season into another uh you know it, it, it can be everything from what i just described mm-hmm. uh if you're unlucky as we have been uh, like last week it could be this like five six degrees plus or it could be a summer day having 20 degrees plus or or more of course mm-hmm. of course so it's like yeah pick and choose you know it's <laughs> pick and choose i'm actually imagining you getting up in the morning like assuming it's going to be warm on, on a day like you know, and you just you just pull on like your shorts. You just wear yeah. shorts, and that day you're just bare chested. You're like, all right, it's gonna be a warm day today. It's supposed to be. We're in spring, and then you walk out, and then it's like bloody hell. And, and this is not supposed to oh, be yeah. like this, you know. And you're just like, yep, I, I, this is not right. And you're just walking back into the house. You know, you you just you're shaking your head. Annalise seeing you coming back, and what's wrong, Roger? It's cold outside. Oh, okay. And you just have to put on like long clothes and stuff, and you're just like, just yeah, sense. it it that's actually a, um, I shouldn't say common scenario, but it can <laughs> definitely happen because if you get up and if I just take a quick look uh, outdoors now, and I, I mean the the leaves has uh, has popped and everything, so it looks really summerish. Mm-hmm. But then again, if you don't look at the thermo, you know, you don't check the the thermometer, you don't really know how warm or cold it is, and then you do just like that. <laughs> Oh, it looks like this. Okay, then I dress like this. Uh-oh, big mistake. <laughs> Check the temperature. <laughs> You're like so wet. Because I know, I know for a fact in, in the UK, the weather has gotten warmer at certain points in time. And my brother, yeah. he's been taking advantage of it. Like that. He's just been going outside, shirtless, and just some shorts. Um, you know, yeah. set up a tent with my, my niece and sister-in-law. And they've just been, oh, nice. just been hanging out in the summer weather outside in the backyard. So... Um, nice. That's basically been how it is, you know, regards mm. to summer weather and stuff like that happening over there. Beautiful. Um, obviously not like what we have here. Like I am completely sweating. Like I'm, I'm bare chested right now. <laughs> I it can is, imagine. <laughs> it is always warm. It feels sticky all the time. I'm taking showers, you know, I have to shower like two, three times a day if I just want to prevent myself from sweating. You know, had one time I went out and my mom was like, oh, can you take out the, the trash? Because, um... What happened was she bought like a lot of coconut water, like, and not just like bottled coconut water. I mean, like actual coconut shells, because there was somewhere she went and there was a, a a place where they were selling like coconut. Like she got like it was close to like twenty, thirty, or forty coconuts for like 
$15 oh. TT, which is really cheap. Um, so she came back with all these coconuts and she cracked them all and emptied the water out of them into containers. Oh. And, um, and then she was like, you need to get rid of these shells, you know? Um, and I was like, um, yeah, I need to, I was going out that day and I was like, yeah, mom, I'm not going to be able to take all these, this trash out because this is heavy. Just the slightest amount of exertion to carry this to the bins is going to mean that I'm going to start sweating and I'll just be sweating even worse. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'll do it when I get back. And I didn't, I didn't do it when I got back. I got back. And I went to bed. Oh shit! So, um, <laughs> <laughs> oops. <laughs> but I did it the day oh. after, so it's all good. So. Oh, good. Yeah, it was fixed. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. noise. So, um, but you, yeah, exactly. You, sir, have yeah. you? Um, what have you been doing outside of like you know slow weekend and all that kind of stuff? Um, anything else that you've been up to? Oh well, I, I as I mentioned, video game games is a part of life of course so it's been a bit of that i did i did do i mean i do my regular streams on twitch apparently and and mm-hmm. i just had since i finished what game did i finish but well i just went into doing one of those streams where i picked two games two shorter games actually one was a demo mm-hmm. and one was a game that was sent to me and i just wanted to check them out so it was like oh yeah you call them indie games one could be find, found on steam it's called we went back and it's um kind of space horror game you might say you are you like wake up on a either a space station or a spaceship it's, i'm not i wasn't really sure mm-hmm. uh i played that demo it was like a half hour 45 minutes or something demo not sure mm-hmm. um and you start to walk around and and try to find clues what has happened because you're alone and of course, there's some kind of monster there, <laughs> or alien, whatever have you. And then um, it's like watching the movie with Bill Murray when you're, you know, waking up and it's always Monday. You know, you start the day over. So that means that when you get to a certain section mm-hmm. uh, and you go through the door, you're, you're back at where you were before. Oh. And especially if you haven't found like the clue or the thing that leads you into the next part of the game, you might say. Um, so, because if you don't do that, if you miss and you get back, you might, then you're pretty sure that you will be chased or the alien might find you and you probably get killed. So it, it was, it was okay. It was, I had to say it was pretty okay. Um, and then I played a game, uh, called Escape from Violet Institute. It is on Steam and it's, it's a small, I think it's was the guy that contacted me. I think he's the only one, like the dude that has done the game. And it's kind of neat. I, I unfortunately I haven't been able to play to the point where it kind of changes. Meaning, it starts off as a like a two D platform game, mm-hmm. uh, kind of cool design, a bit, bit like retro feeling, and uh, also being on a kind of space station and, and trying to get hold of things and, and put on something over there and find some ammo for your gun. And oops, there comes a monster and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's quite unforgiving too. So if you die, you have to, to spawn back quite far and uh, do it over again. Um, but what I wanted to say is that it's supposed to go from that platformer into like a first person game later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that looks cool. So I, I haven't, but I didn't get that far uh, in the stream since I, I only played it for like one hour, 15 minutes, something like that. Uh, but yeah, it, it's nice. It's, uh, it's cool again to, you know, check out other stuff and uh, then I also have to, have to mention that I will um, 
uh, since we're in the video game section, I was uh, contacted by this PR person. So later this afternoon, I, I'll do an extra stream, streaming from YouTube and also onto a uh, platform. Um, oh, platform! It's, it's Steam. Apparently, uh, Digital Dragons is this Polish uh, gaming studio. They're having this, as that you know about Q, mm -hmm. uh, this uh, huge uh, event, yeah, uh, which is uh, like an indie games event uh, where a lot of it's called indie celebration and you can check it out actually mm -hmm. uh, the cool thing there is that it's uh, I, I think they sent like from all over the world they sent 200 games mm -hmm. and the jury picked 50 games mm -hmm. and uh, out of those 50 games I will stream stream three titles mm -hmm. um, and uh, so I have to do my setup and use restream IO again <laughs> so I have to see that that works uh, but it's cool. I, I like that. It's a great initiative from this Polish uh, studio called Digital Dragons. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's a cool thing. So that will happen. Talking about indie games. So mm -hmm. so yeah. I, I, I think Digital Dragons is not a studio, but more so an event coordinator. Because I, I believe their event... Ah, it is. Yeah, I think they, they host the oh. event every year in Poland. Oh, yeah. But be, due to coronavirus right now, they're hosting it online. And it's happening on Steam and all these other places as well. So I no, think it's that's true. The, I see that now. Yeah, that's the gist of, of what it is. Uh, you know, I wrote an article about it for those who want to know more about like what the games are and everything like that. Um, so there's an article that's going to be up. Well, it's already up on SimplyGames.com, and so you can read the article, see all the games that are in the in in this sort of um, promotion for this um, indie thing, and yeah. then you can also go and find Roger on um, Forty Space Splash on Twitch, and um, I'm assuming you're going to put it on YouTube as well. Um, uh, I won't stream on Twitch. I, I can't since it's, it's going to be a restream event, meaning uh -huh. streaming on more than one platform. I can't stream since I'm an affiliate on Twitch. I can't do that. So I've chosen to stream from my YouTube channel and onto their Digital Dragons uh, Steam page. Ah, okay. So there are two ways to 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 to, to check it out. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to run from four. Uh, apparently, you can't watch it since this podcast it's, isn't out then, but it's going to run at 4, 4 p.m. Uh, Central European Summer Time. Uh, so, I'm yeah, sure you, you post something on your Twitter. So, by, so m most of you who follow Roger and 40 Splash Splash on Twitter would have seen it by now. You would have seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I will post. I will make a post after we've finished the podcast before getting into the technical aspect of fixing stuff. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah, indeed. That's indeed. Good stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, but yeah, so that's me. But what about you? What about you, my friend? For me, I've I've been not been playing a lot of games this week. I mean, I, I you know the occasional PES, of course. You know, I've got to keep my oh, PES going on. You know, I've beaten the AI on on um on legendary difficulty like three times this week, which makes me feel good. Uh, it's so nice to kick. We that like it, like it. Yeah, yeah it, it does require you, the team you have does make a difference as to how well you do on legendary difficulty, but. Um, I've got some good teams, so it was fun. It was fun playing, especially on the PlayStation. It was really fun playing it on the PlayStation. Um, <laughs> I think I got the most nice. difficulty on PC for some reason. I don't know if the the, the AI is which way more um, difficult on PC, or I just suck that much on PC, or my yeah. PC team isn't that good. But either way, I still managed to kick the the, um, the AI spot on difficulty, which was nice. Um, playing PES um, 2020, eFootball PES 2020. Um, but that's not the game I want to talk about. The game I really want to talk about this week is a game called Half Past Fate. And this is one mm. that I alluded to a couple weeks ago. I, I alluded to it. I was like, you know what? There's a game yeah. that I, I've been playing on stream and I'm going to mention on the podcast soon. And that's Half Past Fate. Now, this game is uh, an indie title. It's very cute. Like, visually, it is um, 
it's a visual treat to your eyes. Like you watch it and you're just like, oh, this is a pretty looking game. And it's basically about you know, it's about relationships. So it's a it's a sort of like a dating sim sort of game, but mm-hmm. also. It's got some some sort of RPG elements in it. There's no like battle system or anything like that, but RPG elements in the sense that you're you're controlling a character and you're, you're pursuing dialogue and interacting with other characters and all that kind of stuff. And it, it sort of works out in a nice way. You know, it sort of it sort of works in in a really um, a really good way. You know, each of the character design I think is just pretty. You know. Um, I, I, when I see games designed like that, it, it makes me sort of like internally swoon. Like I, I sort of like, oh, this is so cute. Um, so yeah, it, it's a cute game. It's it's developed by um, a developer called um, Serenity Forge, and it's published by Way Down Deep. Uh, I think I've I think I've, t- I've discussed Way Down Deep games before. I'll have to double check that after. Um, but hmm. yeah, so it's listed as on Steam. It's listed as an adventure um, RPG indie simulator romance title. I believe it's also on console as well, and I would say that probably the best place to play this game would be on, on Nintendo Switch, because, my god, this game looks great. It looks great on Steam. Um, it came out uh, on Steam on the 12th of March, so it just came out last month. Um, pretty pretty new game. Um, it's a single-player-only game. It has achievements, Steam achievements. It has controller support, so you play with a controller and Steam Cloud. There are no Steam cards, which, again, this is one of those games that deserve Steam cards. I don't know what is wrong with developers and not putting Steam cards, man. <laughs> um, but still, it's still it's still an amazing game, if I have to say so myself. It has a very positive on Steam. For, yeah, I see um, it. I'm watching the Steam page now. Yeah. yeah. As I said, it's very cute. It has very positive reviews. Yeah. And it's a Pega 6 game, so I mean, like, mm-hmm. everyone can play it. The younger gamers can hop in. Tim has a copy of it as well, so that's that's also pretty, pretty cool. Um, it goes for $20, 1999, so $20. Um, I think the the Euro price should be around the same, or it should be $24.99. And I think the um, the UK price may be less. I, I haven't checked the UK price yet, so I'm not 100 percent sure what we're looking at. Mm. But basically, the the basic premise from based on what the developers have written about it is that Half Past Fate is sorry, Half Past Fate is a rom-com adventure with a charismatic 3D pixel art style, uh, following the journey of six ordinary people who found each other in extraordinary ways. From 8 hours to 8 years, this time jump saga will change the way you feel about fate forever. And so basically when you start the game, you start at a particular point in time and then the game says 2 years, um, 1 week later, um, earlier, uh, or just 2 years later and so forth. Mm-hmm. And you have all these different characters who keep meeting each other and so forth. Nice. And it's, it's really sweet. So like for example, um, the second group of characters who meet each other, they're, they're my favorite couple. They're just so cute together. Um... <laughs> and the guy, he's a gamer, and the girl, she is, um, she is, she's working at a company doing like, um, I think she's doing like research or something, um, in the company she works for. And the way in which the characters interact, like the dialogue, is what really gets me. It's such cute dialogue. It's, it's well written. The characters seem believable. Like you, assume, you can think these are like real people and stuff like that. And it's so nice. So just to put it, my two favorite characters in the game, for anyone who ended up picking, picking up this game and playing, so far my two favorite characters are Anne and um, and Jaren. They're my two favorite characters. Uh, but there are other characters mm. as well. There's another character called, called Milo and Bia. And then there's um, there's Renan then. Um, Renan, 
Ren then. Um, he's the first character you introduce you introduce to him. And then there's another character called Mara. So I'm assuming they're the, the, the six who come together and create their couples of sorts. And it's just so well written. The characters are really nice. It's, it's good artwork. Um, it'll run on a potato. Um, so your minimum requirements are, an, you know, an i3. Um, two gigs of RAM, as I always say, you should have at least eight gigs of RAM in your system. Graphics, Intel HD graphics. So again, it means you can run that on anything. Anytime you see Intel HD as your graphics uh, minimum requirements, it means whatever graphics card you have will have will work. You know, there's no one who has anything less than an Intel HD in their system, unless of course you have a, a computer that's like 20 years old or something. Um, so yeah, and, and it's, it only takes up about two gigs of space on your on your drive. It, it also runs on Mac OS as well, so you Mac users like my brother can actually you know play a bit of it still on your Macs. And I just think it's cute. I think it's a really cute game. I think it's something that um, that you can play with someone else, or you can stream. I've been streaming it, so I've streamed um, two chapters so far on um, Twitch and YouTube. If you guys want to see the, the the stream, you can go over to. Um, to Simply Binge on Facebook. Um, sorry, no, Twitch and Facebook. That's why I stream it. So you can go on Simply Binge on Facebook and see it. I'm not sure if the Twitch streams are still up, but if they are, you can watch it on there as well. Uh, and then I also have like some of the gameplay up on my on the YouTube channel, um, the Button Smasher. So you can go over there as well and check it out um, to watch. You know these caricatures fall in love and and hear me go, oh my god, they're so cute. Because that's basically how I play the game. Nice. So yeah. That's, and then after I finish do all those cute things, I I then go and do very manly stuff like you know, man spread and um, <laughs> you know drink. Uh, you know what? Did you end up doing that thing that that um that Olivia asked you to do the, the whole um drinking thing that he sort of as you know like he tagged us in someone Facebook? Did you end up doing that? No. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I did. I mean, you did. I, I did actually. I didn't see your video. because it was so. No, I haven't done a video actually. I just responded to to. Uh, to even to blind shops mm-hmm. uh, since he's in my stream so I was <laughs> I actually it was so convenient easy because he uh, when he wrote that we, we you were having dinner I think it was after stream also so I, I already I had some mead shots together with Adam so that was easy <laughs> <laughs> over and done with a few minutes so mm. <laughs> Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I've been thinking about doing it. I haven't done it yet. So, you know, I, I, I guess I owe him yeah. lunch or something. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, as you guys know, I don't drink uh, very often. I haven't been drinking since I've been back in Trinidad. So, yeah, there's ooh. that. Um, other than that, I've been watching some telly as well. Um, so I'll just you know, lead directly into that. And I've been watching sure. a show called The Hollow on, um, on Netflix. Ah. So... It's about these these kids who just wake up in like a, a dungeon of sorts. Like they they wake up in this place, like a room, and they have to escape. And they don't have any of their memories. They don't, they don't know who they are. They, the only thing they know is like they they don't understand specific concepts. It's not like they're like they don't know anything. They just don't know anything about themselves and what they're doing there. And uh, they have Ooh. to work together to sort of like get out of this place and survive and complete some task of sorts. And the first, um, basically the first season of this is an entire, um, it's split up into, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, ten episodes. And the first season mm-hmm. is, is brilliant. I have to say it's, it's just well written. The characters are lovable. Um, I think for me, my favorite episode is an episode called Apocalypse, which is episode three, if I'm correct. Um, that was my favorite episode. I, the, the character, you're, it, one of the characters you introduced to, 
um, in there is, um, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's such an interesting character. Um, so, basically, the, the show is really well done. The characters are, um, are interesting, they're fun, they're likable, uh, and so forth. The second season, though, it starts with the second season after. So, after the first season, it comes to an end, and then they start the second season. With the second season, it starts feeling like everything else on Netflix. You know, it's just... Oh, the first uh-huh. season felt unique. It felt like, you know, this nice, really cool um, thing. And then as you found out more about it, the mystery built up and everything like that. And, you know, you get this sort of... Like, you get so close to the characters and you like them and you enjoy what's going on and all that kind of stuff. And then the second season starts and um, they all have their memories back and their... Um, it, it's a different setting. And... I get, when I say it's like everything else on Netflix, it's like, you know, everything on Netflix these days is like you, you find some characters, they introduce their character, and then one character is like, oh, I'm gay. And that is the whole <laughs> thing. It, I got up to episode two in season, in season two, and that was like the intro, that was the intro to season two. Season two started off and it was like, hmm. um, one of the characters from the first season turns out he's gay. Now, the thing is, is that this didn't come out of nowhere. So it's like, yeah, oh. there was something that happened in the first season where it was oh. like alluded to that he was um so it's not like they didn't plan for that or anything like that but it's kind of like yeah like when it when, not when i see them shows like every time i see a show on netflix it's like i know it's gonna happen i know like you know at some point or the other they're gonna introduce a character to you and then the character is just randomly just gonna someone is gonna confess interest in them and then they're gonna be like yeah i'm gay and the delivery I think it's the delivery of it that that sort of irks me it's like I'm fine with there being gay characters in shows because there are a lot of shows that I watch that some of some are on Netflix actually that have gay characters that I just like like I just totally love the character the character is a really great character Um, and it's it's how the character is delivered and presented and and, and, you know that aspect of of them is not the the focal point I guess Um, and it doesn't change the character whereas some shows when they when it's announced or introduced the character kind of feels like they've shifted a bit and or the announcement the, the whole sort of like spectacular of it happening is sort of like a big thing in the episode and it's sort of i don't know it just doesn't feel as as good because then after the episode um subsequently after that you're sort of like that's the focus on the character more so than the enjoyment of the character and i guess a lot of people also felt that because in the second season, the you know in the first season all the episodes were getting seven ratings, and then for season mm. two the first two episodes got six. Like the ratings were in the six mark, and then after that from episode three going up it started to go back up to seven. So I'm assuming it gets back to that sort of like mystery enjoyment sort of feel that the that the show was initially going for um, in the first season. And I, I've stopped at episode two. I'll probably go back and finish the rest of the season of the season two and hopefully gets back to that whole nice interesting mystery feel that i was enjoying so much about it and less so about character sexuality especially because of the fact that these uh um you know the, the characters are just not for based on how they're written they just it just doesn't feel like it needs to be the focal point for them at least um in the sense that if they're gonna do something like that do it in a in a good way, like in a sense, like you know, you've already mm. introduced this character, you've set us up, and the character um, I'm speaking about, uh, I'm not going to spoil for those of you who haven't seen the first season, um, but you'll you'll figure it out once you're introduced to the character, and, and a, a scene will happen in season one, and you're like, oh, okay, I know which character Q was referring to, um, mm. and 
yeah, basically you you start. I, I think maybe it's the execution for me, or maybe it's because every show in Netflix does it. And to this point, I've kind of got to the point where I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, it could be a combination of those things. Yeah, probably. it's, it's yeah. a sort of like this is what Netflix is now. Like every show you watch, you'll start off with a show, and then at some point, some character is going to be outed as um, as gay or bi or. Well, actually, no, they don't. They don't ever mention any bi characters. I haven't met any bi characters on Netflix, you know. But they always have a gay <laughs> character, and it's like, hmm, why? Why is it that every single show has it? Because in the sense that there are, and I, I mean, it's like every new show, uh, you know. Because in mm. in real life, not everyone knows. Uh, um, not every person you you know, every group of people in in, in life has a gay friend. I have gay friends. Um, I'm not sure about you, Raj. Do, um, do you have any gay friends, Raj? Yeah, right. yeah, I do. So Definitely. right, so yes, you have yes. gay friends. I have gay friends. But I know um, people um, in my life who don't have any gay friends in their circle. Like their circle mm. is is just not full of any gay people um, at all. And in some cases, some of them they just choose not to. And in other cases, it's just because you know not every other person is gay. Because in the sense of the way in which these shows have written it, it's like every other person is. And it's it's just like for example, contextually speaking, if they wrote um, a Viking show, and there was a black Viking, you'd be like, um, yeah, uh, that just doesn't fit. <laughs> like, and it's kind of like they're writing the show with this sort of like there's a quota of like there must be at least one or mm. two gay characters in the show, whereas. Um, it, like if you were to say like, oh, there was a quote that you must have at least one or two black characters in a show, or one or two Asian characters in a show. Some, yeah, yeah some true. themes yeah. just, um, you know, they're just certain um, fits where it's just like you don't need to fit it into every single show. And I think that's that's no. something that a lot of people are feeling right now with Netflix, where it's like, um, it feels like it's being like someone is trying to preach to you like every other person is gay when it's not. You know, um, I grew up and the only gay person I knew until I was an adult was my neighbor. I had one neighbor who was gay. And um, oh. even for him, he wasn't like this very, like he was open gay, like everyone around knew he was gay. But it was never uh, sort of like, um, like a talking point for him. It was like, you just knew it. Oh. You know, you saw how he lived his life and you knew it. And I think that's kind of how Netflix should be doing their series if they're going to introduce characters like this. It shouldn't be that a character says it. It should be that, um, and and that's the thing. This is with everything in writing and stuff like that. Exposition does not deliver as well as if you have, um, as if it's just clever writing. And you and the reader or the viewer figures it out as they go along and they understand the thing rather than the character coming out and saying, "Hey, oh, oh sorry, I'm gay." Like that's the way Netflix does it. It's like, hmm. don't do that. Just let us get to know a character and then find out. Okay, this is what their character is about. Um, because with straight characters, characters don't just come out and say, hey, I'm straight. You know, they just, you see what they do. Like, someone approaches someone, and then you're like, oh, okay, that person is, is this way. So, in the same way, I think Netflix needs to do that with their series, because it's it's becoming a bit uncomfortable to watch, because of the fact that it's not, yeah. it's poor execution. And that's the thing. It's not it's not the fact that the characters are gay, it's the execution is just poor, with the, with these with, with how they present these characters. And, um, yeah, that's the thing. That being said, all that I went into, that huge tangent about Netflix fixing their crap, um, the series, I still give it a 7 <laughs> out of 10, because um, most of the episodes are around 7, and I have to say the entirety of season 1, most it's it's brilliant, especially the ending. Um, and 
apparently season two after episode two gets better. So I'm I'm gonna watch episode three um, this week and I'll figure out if it's actually if it actually does get better. Um, so oh, basically that's what I've been watching. The Hollow. If you guys want to check it out on Netflix, by all means go check it out. It's an animated series. It's fun. Um, just brace yourself for season two, episodes one and two. Um, Rog, you've been watching something. Well, I want you to talk about the second thing on your your telly, which is um, something that I'm a big fan of. So start yeah. with that first. We'll yeah. talk about the other one after. Um, yeah, sure. Tell me about it. Mm-hmm. How have you been watching this? Good sure. Stuff? No, no it, it's uh, yeah. I mean, we talked. I think it was maybe even just a week ago mm-hmm. about going back and watch movies that you liked from before. And I also think it has to do with uh, you know Isaac's interests for for older movies as well. So what we've done is that we've I uh, checked a few like classics and now we've gone into one that is, you know, like war related and one that is more mafia related. <laughs> okay, that was a hint. Uh, the first one is called Apocalypse Now. And mm-hmm. if you haven't, if you like, uh, like war movies and, and a bit of mystery, it's, it's a bit strange in <laughs> some ways. Uh, then you should definitely check out Apocalypse or Apocalypse Now, which is the original title. Uh, this is from 1979, so yeah, it's from those days, and it has an 8.4 IMDb. Mm-hmm. It is a kind of masterpiece in some ways, I have to say. It's a Francis Ford Coppola movie, uh, and uh, there's definitely some really heavy names in there when it comes to actors. One of them is, of course, Marlon Brando. That is supposed to be like the bad guy, but it's a bit more complex than that without spoiling. Mm-hmm. Robert Duval is here. It's interesting because both these names mentioned now is also in the second movie I'll mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, Martin Sheen is probably the main character here. With Ma- Martin Sheen, if you don't know, is uh, Charlie Sheen's uh, father. Uh, and he, he was a big name back back then mm-hmm. uh, and he literally it's uh, you know uh, it's about this U- US army officer serving in Vietnam because this takes time, uh, place during the Vietnam War mm-hmm. uh, he's tasked with assassinating a renegade special forces col- colonel so that's the, the task that Martin Sheen has to deal with and uh, and this special forces colonel sees himself like god it's gonna be too far and he's uh, it's being played by by uh, <clears throat> Marlon Brando, so yeah, it's a really good movie. Uh, it, it's long; I think it's like three hours. So I think we watched two hours, and then we watched the last hour the day after because we didn't have time to finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good movie, definitely worth watching. One of those classic that just have to be seen, I guess, if it went <laughs> like that. Uh, so that's Apocalypse or Apocalypse Now. Uh, and then we can go into, which has, a, as I mentioned, actors uh, from the Apocalypse also here in, in Godfather. And the first that has to be mentioned is, of course, Marlon Brando. Mm-hmm. And he's really uh, good also here. He's actually brilliant. I think he got a, didn't he get an Oscar? Uh, nevertheless, Marlon Brando. And we're talking about The Godfather, the first Godfather movie. Also, Francis Ford Coppola. Here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> classics, <laughs> classics. Yes, classics, classics. And, uh, uh, the list is amazing when it comes to the actors. We have Al Pacino, young Al Pacino as Michael, as uh, the youngest son of, of of Marlon Brando being the godfather. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Caan. And uh, as mentioned, also Ro- Robert Duval, mm-hmm. uh, which has a different role here. It's more like, uh, uh, what is it called? It's a... Um, 
Oh, it's an Italian word, uh, like the right hand, you might say, of of uh, the Godfather. Uh, in in Apocalypse or Apocalypse Now, he's a screaming officer that <laughs> doesn't dodge for anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a huge difference. But nevertheless, great movie. Uh, it's um, about uh, the aging patriarch of an organized crime dynasty mm-hmm. that transfers controls of his clandestine empire to his reluctant son. So, like the short version of this is exactly that, that this young Michael being Al Pacino uh, <clears throat> takes over from Marlon Brando at some point. But before that and after that, it's a lot of, yeah, it's, it's exciting and, and very well written, well told story. So, if you haven't watched Godfather, The Godfather, you, you, you have to. It's a crime it's, if uh, you have yeah, it's a crime if you haven't. It's, uh, you know, like the years 1946, you have that kind of uh, environment with the cars and everything as well. It has a 9.2 on IMDb, and yeah, that's what it is. It's up there still after all these years, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, um, I think I forgot to say, when was it? Uh, when was it? it was 1972. Yeah. 1972. I was. Okay. Dude, I was four years old at that time. <laughs> oh, look at you. Yeah. Mm, I wasn't even born. Uh, look at, you know? Yeah, you see. Yeah. So, no, great movies. So, yeah. yeah. And once I you start, that, that was that. once you start watching Godfather, you know, you have to watch yeah. all the movies. Like, it, you, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, you know, you, you should watch Godfather if you haven't yet. And when you do, watch every single movie because it's amazing. You know, The Godfather is just super cool. So... I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah, we will check the second one as well. Indeed, uh, indeed, definitely. Also, there's a really good game for the Godfather series called The Godfather. Um, it's an old game, but I don't know if it's still oh. available on Steam. Like, if you could find that on Steam, but if you can, because I don't know who publishes it, The Godfather. F-A-T-H-E-R. I don't remember who published it, but it was so good. Um, I think Godfather Two or something like that was it was on Steam. Cool. It's not on Steam. I don't know who ha- who pu- who has the publishing rights to that game, but yeah, it was. I played it before back in the day on, on PC, if I remember correctly, and it was brilliant. And um, generally speaking, I think um, I think if you can find that game, it is a really good game. Like it is, it's cool. one of those games where it's like it gets really really cool, and there's a lot of things you can do. It's sort of like a GTA alternative, but it does its own things and it does it well. Cool. So. I'll just, you know, if you can find a Godfather game wow. as well, check it out. I think Godfather 2 is the second game in the series, and it's, I think that's the better one of the two, so, yeah. Wow, cool. Okay, so, with that, All right. yeah. um, this is the thing that we should do right about now. Rog, what's that thing called? Shout out for your channel. Mm. And today we shout not a big channel, if they're not a small channel by any sense of the word, and that is Unreal Engine. Um, Rog, what can you tell us about Unreal Engine? Unreal Engine 5 empowers artists to achieve unprecedented levels of detail and interactivity and brings these cap- uh, capabilities within practical reach of teams of all sizes through highly productive tools and content libraries. Uh, I just want to put my personal input here and say that this is great. It's a great choice queue. I really <laughs> like uh, Unreal Engine. As you may know, Adam, Adam is, is uh, 
pretty skilled with the Unreal Engine. He's working in mm-hmm. that, and and it's also possible to check this tech trailer uh, regarding Unreal Engine Five that I have put up, which is amazing. Yeah, it's have, if you haven't seen it and like uh, like graphics engine or visuals and uh, maybe tech stuff, you have to check it out. It's it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly why why um, I put it in for those exact reasons. Um, because it is such a brilliant engine, and also this tech demo is run on the PlayStation 5. So this is yeah. actually the first gameplay footage we've actually seen running off of the PlayStation 5 to date, and it just looks magnificent on the, the engine. Yeah. It's it's all about the lighting for Unreal 5 and all that kind of stuff. And the thing with Unreal is that it's, it's such a scalable engine that developers can start working on a previous engine like Unreal 4, and I'm, I'm pretty sure they can just move it to a 5, and then you can actually scale down, like take off certain features and scale it back easily, that way you can have your games running on multiple platforms. So you can have it running from Android to Switch to PC to, um, to, PC, yeah. to Xbox, whatever have you. Um, I actually wrote an article about it earlier this week as well. Not about specifically about the Unreal Engine 5 itself. Um, I'll probably do one of those this coming week. But I did one about games coming to the Unreal Engine and why they will be coming to this engine because of what it can oh. do and scalability and stuff like that. A lot of developers are using it as their primary engine of choice. Bandai Namco for one, um, pretty much all their games are Unreal, which is the article I wrote about. Um, mm. And so, basically, yeah, it's one of those engines where I, I have to say it's, it's getting... It's getting better and better, and it's showing us what next gen should look like. You know, it's showing us what we can expect mm. from the next generation. And if all, because Microsoft did show off something about their system, the Xbox Series X, but it didn't show next gen. You know, most of what we saw was like, oh, you can run that on your PC now. Um, but then after seeing the Unreal demo, it was like, yeah, I need to buy an, an M.2 drive, um, like ASAP, SSD in the house. <laughs> so, yep. yeah, basically they showed us what true um, next gen is supposed to look like. And I am, I'm salivating. I'm just like, mm, must have some of it. So with that, wow. yeah. Um, Raj, I'm going to leave the floor to you. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just got happy hearing about the Unreal Engine again. Also, as a, from, from the consumer point of view, meaning like being the gamer and content creator here, also, it, I think it's for me, it's the fa- favorite uh, graphics engine. Uh, there are others that are great, but I think the Unreal Engine tops it. Especially now, again, seeing what they're doing with the Engine 5 uh, coming soon. Oh, my God. Pretty darn cool. So check that out, and you've got all the tips when it comes to keeping your, yourself occupied <laughs> with good <laughs> movies, tele-series, and, of course, Z-gaming. So don't miss that out, and I hope you're going to have a beautiful week. Take care of each other, but it also starts, it means that it starts that you take care of yourself. That's how it always starts. Uh, take care of yourself, uh, enjoy, um, do good things, eat good food, and yeah, and we'll talk in a week from now. Okay, that was it. Muffin it out. Mm, beautiful as always. So, with that, guys, uh, thank you very much for listening to this episode of That Beautiful Life. Um, Raj is, as always, you can find him on 40 Space Blast. That's the number 40 with an SPLASH. SPLASH. Um, he'll be streaming on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Sunday or Saturday, depending on. Um, and, uh, well, of course, there's a stream that's going up today on Friday uh, that you guys will probably miss if you, if, if you don't see his social media posts, but you can still go to his YouTube channel and rewatch it again, like, if it's up. Um, that is. So, yeah, pretty much, 40 Space Blast stream with everywhere. 
Um, you can find me at LP Garden. That's L-P-G-R-D-I-N. That's Guardians also you. Um, pretty much everywhere as well. And you can find our website, simplybench.com, which is, of course, at simplybench.co, um, at simplybench.uk, um, pretty much everywhere on social media. And, um, with that, as always, we wouldn't like you guys to miss out on any of the episodes of That Beautiful Life. Many people like you subscribe to this podcast on CastBox, Acast, Spotify, iTunes, simplybench.com, and elsewhere. And we'll come to you are going to like it. That way, give you free. So as always, guys, this has been queued for your pleasure.